my goddess. It is you. I cannot believe it. It is I, the goddess queen, Jamila Asata Aset. And we are back. (sighs) Karibu. Welcome. We are back for season three of Rise of the Divine Feminine Podcast. I am your host, the one, the only goddess queen, Jamila Asata Aset. And you are in for a very, very, very magical season three. So strap up your seatbelt, grab your water, and get ready for this ride. Let's go. You are now listening to Rise of the Divine Feminine Podcast, brought to you by FreeTheFeminine.com. Magical women. It's me. And uh, this episode is super special, right? We spend so much time talking on this particular episode about divine feminine energy, feminine energy, really knowing how to attune to it, how to develop it. Um, studying it and understanding what it is. But this episode is about the divine masculine. Ooh-wee. The thing about having this particular episode is really understanding why. I wanted to make sure that I took a step in the direction of balance. Life is really about balance. And truth be told, you have both feminine and masculine energy within you. Once we tap back into our feminine wholly, it's also important for us to nurture and to grow our masculine energy as well. And in order for you to do that, you have to know what the masculine energy means in your life, in your spiritual walk. The thing is, like, most of us didn't get exposed to divine masculine energy growing up. So it's important to take the time now to learn that and to understand that. What is the divine masculine? I dedicate a whole chapter to this subject in my book, Goddess Awakening, which you can download on Audible. Part of balancing all of you and all of your spiritual energy is understanding how to tune into a healthy masculine energy. That understanding will help you internally and externally in attracting divine masculines into your life. Give thanks. Peace and greetings, peace and greetings. Today we have a very special guest because this episode is all about the divine masculine. And um, we have our very own divine masculine here today. So today on Rides of the Divine Feminine Podcast, we have our very own Wave God. So happy to have you here. So elated to share space with you. Welcome, 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 Wave. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm glad to be here. Glad glad you invited me. Of course. My honor. (laughs) So I had to invite you to speak on the podcast after our interactions because 
as always, I am so enamored by your presence, you know, um, the way that you show up, at least from a spiritual aspect, has has had a, a consistency, a level of consistency that I don't often see in the community and I don't often experience from the masculine. Can you just introduce yourself to the listener right now, the magical woman who's listening right now, and just in your introduction, just give us a little snapshot of what you do. Absolutely, absolutely, goddess. Uh, first off, peace to the all of the goddesses listening to the to the magical women out there. Um, it is I I I the wave god. Um, right now, my my Instagram and all of my social media, um, the tag is at wave god empire. Uh, what I, what I am is a multi-dimensional leader, right? Um, you know, when, when I say I, 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 um, you know, I'm authentically me, you know, that's the best way to lead is, is to lead by example is to, you know, be totally yourself. So I call myself the leader of the new wave and the leader of the new age. Um, you know, they say we're, we're moving into this um, age of Aquarius, right, which deals with water and waves, and so, um, you know, in my mind, I, I say God is a is a frequency. God is a wave, and so, um, you know, that's that's like my message that I bring to this to this new age is that it's a frequency you can tap into inside of you. You know, some people call it love. Um, I've been teaching meditation about this year makes eight years, almost nine years coming up um, this June. Um, a Sahaja yoga meditation teacher and Sahaja is born within, born from within. Sahaja yoga is like, um, you know, it's a meditation yoga. It's not really like where you do all of the different poses. I kind of been through that um, maybe like uh, 10 or 15 different types of yogas before I found Sahaja yoga. Um, and so it's, it's all about self-realization. Uh, we learn about chakras. We learn about kundalini. Um, Sahaja is is also, um, you know, about stillness and silence. Um, you know, which is like true meditation, what we call thoughtless awareness. Also, um, I've been initiated into Munaki, which is a, a ancient ancestral uh, healing technique, um, kind of similar to what some people might call like Reiki. Um, also I do vocal harmonics, uh, sound therapy, you know, like crystal bowls and native flute, um, the didgeridoo, which is one of the world's oldest instruments. Um, I'm a recording artist, uh, even more than that, I'm a, I'm a musician. I play like almost 14 different types of, uh, instruments, which a uh, majority of those instruments I, I'm self-taught. I taught myself, you know, by experience. Uh, what else? I've been plant-based for about five years. Um, you know, I'm a life path 33, so I've been on this journey of of healing, of of wholeness, of of building myself. You know, each and every day to become a a better man for myself and and you know my family. Um, just teaching everybody around me, you know, how to how to align with peace. I think the world needs more peace. So, um, you know, I, I think I'm a natural born leader as a Leo. Um, you know, I, I kind of always been like the center of attention. And my mom, she used to tell me as a kid, like, you know, if I catch you following anybody else, you know, you, you're going to be in trouble. So I kind of always have been like, you know, led by myself. 
Um, but yeah, I can go on and on. There's there's a lot about me. I'm sure we're gonna dive deep in this um, yeah. in this interview. You know, <laughs> so um, yeah. That, and also, I'm a, I'm a Moorish American. I think that's something I don't talk enough about. Mm. Um, but that's a big part of my purpose. Um, you know, I'm cosmic uh, sexuality certified, which is um, a, a type of um, you know not really sacred sexuality or tantra or kama sutra, but it's its own um standalone you know um sex education and also uh the creator of the gratitude extraordinaires which is you know like my my thank you university is it's a school that um that's going live here this week so I'm, I'm glad that we actually had this this uh podcast set up so thank you for having me of course of course it sounds like you are a a wave god of many trades <laughs> and so we are we are ecstatic to have you on i i just came into awareness that you are the very first male who has debuted on rise of the divine feminine podcast so oh, that wow. yeah that's a really big deal and um Something I just want to acknowledge, because I know if you are listening right now, you're like, okay, well, who is this guy, Goddess Queen, and why did you ask him to come on? So before you 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 wreck your pretty little brain trying to figure that out, let me tell you that the reason that I invited Wade to come on today is because he represents a classification of masculine that is most aligned with divine feminine women. He represents the divine masculine. And that is something that um, that is to be honored, is to be appreciated, is to be seen and respected, especially during this modern time, especially with all the changes and transitions that we're going through with the world. And really, you know, I wanted to know your thoughts, Wade, on this term. When you hear the term divine masculine, what does that represent to you? When you hear me use that term in reference to you, or even when you use that term yourself, what does that mean? That is a great question, actually. So when I hear the term divine masculine, um, here on the on the planet today, you know, when I think of of masculine, I'm thinking of, you know, like a like a man. Enjoying Rise of the Divine Feminine podcast? Awesome! Take your journey even further by downloading my new book, Goddess Awakening: Rise of the Divine Feminine. Now available on Amazon and Audible. You can listen in your car while you're working out, or even while you're running errands. Download Goddess Awakening Divine Feminine Rise now. That is a great question, actually. So when I hear the term divine masculine um, here on the, on the planet today, you know, when I think of, of masculine, I'm thinking of, you know, like a, like a man you know, who is um, creating a safe space for the feminine, you know, any, any real man, any, any real masculine man knows that a part of his nature, a part of, you know, my nature is to create 
a safe space for the feminine, you know, and then when, when we um, put the divine masculine on it, you know, our, our goal is to, our purpose is to create a safe space for the divine feminine, you know, so um, I think that's, that's important to, to realize that, you know, we're, we're creating a safe space for love, we're creating a safe space for emotional freedom, you know, um, which is one of the, the aspects of the divine uh, feminine to me is, is, a, is a woman who's emotionally free, who is in, in tune with, with love, you know, who's not afraid um, to, to love, you know, who has overcome that, that fear. And so, you know, um, that, that safe space for the divine feminine to thrive is created by the divine masculine. I, I wouldn't limit it just to a man or a woman. But when you have love on your mind, you create mental freedom, which is, um, you know, which is like the gateway to emotional freedom. So, um, you know, to say the least, you know, thank you. Thanks. I love it. I What I love about your definition is that uh, it, it holds an element of balance. It holds a solid element of balance on both ends. and you know, because we have all been influenced in terms of uh, by society when it comes to partnerships, when it comes to mates, just when it comes to the opposite sex as a whole, can we take things a step further? Would you mind telling me a little bit about what manhood means according to your definition as a man I know that you have held self safe spaces for men in the past and uh, I'm just curious you know because nobody sits down with us as, as magical women as modern magical women and defines these things for us explicitly so I'd love to just hear from you on what manhood really means especially in this day and age according to how you see things absolutely yeah absolutely i would be uh happy to share my definition of of manhood you know to me um you know i was raised in in detroit michigan i was raised in a in a time where um you know my family they were um in tune with with some pretty some pretty big name people and you know some pretty serious people um just to say the least but i i was taught you know um let's say like you know mob rules at, at a young age and so one thing that that my godfather shared with me was that you know you judge a man by his heart you know and so um you know you judge a man by by his his principles you know mm -hmm. and so for man manhood to me first starts with integrity you mm -hmm. know um be, being a man of, of god you know I always um would say that you know god became a man so that a man could become god you know and man mm -hmm. is 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 not just limited to you know the male sex man and and the biblical sense or in spirituality can represent man and woman but but when we're talking, you know, specifically about manhood, um, we're we're talking about, you know, um, not not every male is a is a man. You know, if if you're um, really meeting the definition of a man in a divine way in society today, you have to start by having integrity. You know, which leads to 
which leads to a man um, showing up authentically, mm-hmm. right? Um, I know a lot of times we hear a man is a provider, a man is mm-hmm. a protector, but to me, those are um, like boxes that we try to fit a man in sometimes. You know, the most important thing to me that a man is, if he is fully embracing his manhood, is authentic. But in mm-hmm. order to be authentic, you have to have integrity. You have to, you know, know to to keep it real with with yourself you know Mm -hmm. above all you know in order to show up in the world authentically and that um leads to a man meeting his responsibility Mm -hmm. right once you start to practice integrity and and you show up authentically then you know that responsibility generates a feeling of you know that that authentic authenticity can be felt and, 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 you know, um, and it, and it generates the feeling, you know, in our responsibility, we have a duty as, as men in society to, to show up, um, not only for ourselves, but to show up for, you know, the women and the children and, and the world around us, you know, it's not even just limited to the, to the human species, but mm-hmm. to the animals, to the plants, you know, we're, um, you know, logical and reasonable, and we have, you know, higher faculties as, as humans. And so as men, you know, um, in order for us to meet our responsibility, we have to have that integrity and authenticity, which um, leads to us, us mastering our responsibility of enriching. So that that is, you know, um, to me, the, the key thing that a man does is he he uplifts, he he supports, he he encourages the world around him by enriching, um, you know, by enriching the world with love. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's his divine duty. You know, so yeah, that that's what manhood is about to me, just loving yourself so that you could you could love the world around you the same way that you love yourself. You can love your mother or or love your brother the same way that you love you. So um yeah, that's my duty of of a man. You know, that's what manhood is about. Thank you. That gives me so many many other questions. I mean, I um I I love the way that you put that in terms of the order of operations when it comes to how you show up and loving self. And um, it's such a, it's such a weird time to be in when you, when you experience less and less instances of that true authentic nature (laughs) and more instances of something else. You know, I, um, I just took a week for myself and uh, in the name of bliss and pleasure, because this is my bliss and pleasure year, I flew to Jamaica just to be in the vibe. And um, I stayed at a resort and um, there was one night I volunteered to do something, be in a game. I was participating in a battle of the sexes game. And after, after participating in it, um, I was walking to uh, get some water and a guy is like walking directly towards me. So him and I are looking at each other and he's getting closer to me. I'm getting closer to him. And uh, finally, he's, he says, excuse me, do you work here? So, right. (laughs) So, of course, I don't work there. And, of course, he knows that. And, of course, you just saw me on the stage participating with this game. And, you know, just as a 
just in, in kind with being myself, what I did was I just took the opportunity to roast him a little bit. And I said, is that the best you could do? <laughs> because you and I both know that I am not an employee at this resort. And, and uh, yeah. And so he was like, oh, yeah. I, I know that. You're right. And <laughs> that was all I had on me at the time. That was the only pickup line I had on me. <laughs> so, you know, it was it was nice. It was cool. Um, and so I was continuing to walk in in pursuit of my water. And um, I said, you know, you can walk with me. And so we, he started walking alongside me. And um, I said... I, I think he asked me, like, well, you know, what are your plans for the evening? And I said, well, I wanted to check out this bar. Um, it's a 24-hour restaurant and bar at the resort. I didn't even know they had it. So I wanted to go check it out. And I said, what are you going to do? And I was just walking. You know, I wasn't really paying him a lot of attention. But when I asked him, what are you going to do? I stopped for the first time, really, and turned around. I was on a staircase. I stopped and turned around and looked at him. And Wave, when I tell you, he looked at me and I looked at him and he goes, I'm about to go to this lounge. And he starts to turn around like his body, like it looks, his eyes got big. His body language just changed. And he's like, I'm about to go to this lounge. Uh, yeah, I'm about to go to this lounge right now. That's not too far. And I was like, okay. So it kind of threw me off the whole interaction changed and I wasn't really sure. I wasn't really sure what was going on, but from the look that I saw in his eyes, he just looked scared. I, that's, that's the only thing that I can, that's the only adjective I have to describe what I saw. He looked scared. He just we both <clears throat> looked at each other and, and his, his whole energy, his whole vibration changed. And, um, you know, he started making that, that finger, you know, that, that thumb finger, like I got to go. So I was like, okay, go do your thing, live your best life. And, um, I, I went on to where I had to go and it was very, it was so, it, it was interesting. This was the first time I have been so tuned in to, to, to male energy around me to where I am in observation and I did not understand what I had experienced. I didn't understand why someone would be intimidated or scared or what, what it was about me that would prompt fear in any way. Peace and greetings, magical woman. This is a commercial. I just want to invite you to something that I've created that you are absolutely going to love. I have just now launched the Soft Life Incubator Program within our membership, Chambers of a Goddess. The Soft Life Incubator Program is a three month long incubator that's gonna help you to gain clarity and improve your femininity, to understand what soft life means to you and build it for yourself. You'll walk away with an entire album of your new life, mind, body, and soul. If you felt like parts of your feminine have been hidden and tucked away, this is your opportunity to completely unleash the feminine within. 
you'll learn how to improve that feminine element in your life. How to see the true side of your divine feminine that you may have hidden for a very long time. You'll get clear on how to nurture yourself, improve your physical appearance with our beauty challenges. You will also even revamp your self-care. This program is going to teach you how to find yourself in relationship with the sensual and sexual sides of you that have been suppressed for years. When you graduate from the Soft Life Incubator, you'll know how to operate in your power. Because femininity isn't all about being soft. It's truly about being powerful. It's time to demystify the true source of your feminine nature. Join the Soft Life Incubator now and ignite the magic that lies dormant within. If you're serious about joining the Soft Life Incubator, reach out to me on Instagram at goddessqueen underscore jaost. We start February. See you then. And as soon as I walked into the restaurant area, I uh, spotted a, a, a colleague or a person who was in the battle of the sexes with me and that I had connected to. And, um, you know, I just, I brought it up because it was confusing. I was like, what, what did that, what just happened? What did I miss? And he said as honestly and as directly as he could, he said, listen, you are the type of woman, you are the type of goddess. You are the queen who is confident with who she is. You are safe within yourself. You are comfortable within yourself. You have accepted all aspects of yourself. And for those who have not crossed over into that that arena, it 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 may make them jarred or uncomfortable. It may push them out of their zone. And so that can be a point of fear or resistance or reservation from a masculine. And so that was a big lesson learned for me in that moment. And yet, when I think about my experiences, I I am challenged with that reality just on very different levels. I'm challenged with that reality, not just from a confidence standpoint, but from a um, from a spiritual standpoint, from a uh, a mental standpoint, from you know a a an open mindedness standpoint. There are so many different levels in which it appears to be challenging to um, to interact with with men who who have that that or those elements of masculinity and manhood that you just described, whether it be the acceptance and self-love for themselves, or even if it is, you know, spiritual. And so my question to you really is, how do you show up when it comes to brothers and brotherhood and, and really helping to, for lack of better word, nurture that? really helping them to encourage. And I'm, I'm trying not to throw too many questions at you at one time, even though I know you'll be able to handle it. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. The, the, the underlying question for that is, is really how do men heal? Like, I, I know the healing process for women, 
you know, I've been a spiritual life coach for years, but, but what does that healing process look like from a, from a place of support as a brother? And then overall, just what does that look like? No, that's a great question. So it goes back to, to, to the beginning of, you know, our um, conversation. You know, one of the things that I had mentioned was, was knowledge of self, you know, getting to know thyself. I think many men, you know, um, focus their attention outwardly, right? Um, and I don't know if, if we can, can, can we cuss on here? Of course, you can. <laughs> oh, okay, so 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 I, I like to be very very blunt with this um, perspective, with this this perception that I have of of some of my brothers. I, I say, you know, many men um, like to think with their dicks and not with their balls, right? And there's there there's a huge um, difference in the in the perspective, right? When you're you know, thinking with your 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 dick, right? Um, you know, it's it's more of a lustful perspective. And when you come into a woman who is, you know, uh, coming coming to a woman's presence who is very confident in herself, you you know that it it can it can be draining, you know, because it's a challenge for you to focus inwardly, for you to build up your own confidence. And and if you know, um, if you don't, it can be very Pardon me. Um, it can be it can be very draining, and so um, so draining in the, what way? Draining in the sense of um, you know, you're you're not recharging yourself. You're 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 always focusing outwardly. You're you're not actually um getting to know yourself better. You're not actually growing um inside of yourself you're not growing in your relationships but you're just constantly you know like on a chase on a chase for um you know sex or or you know for for the next nut or for for ejaculation you're not actually cultivating your energy um like on the flip side you know the the man that's thinking with it, with, with his balls you know going back to the beginning of the conversation we talked about you know integrity um, we, we talked about, you know, um, judging a man by his heart, you know, and so to me, there's a connection between between the balls and the heart. There's a connection between, um, you know, a man who is authentic in, in himself, you know, who, who is not afraid to, you know, um, to, to be upfront and honest, to, to use, you know, his words in a, in a way where, you know, um, they align you know, with his actions and deeds where they align with his, his thinking when no one else can, can hear, you know, the words that he's choosing are those the same words that he's using on the inside, um, you know, as, as the words that he's using on it, on the outside. And when, when you're in alignment that way, um, it actually charges you up as a man. It makes you feel um, as if you you would like to do the right thing. It makes you feel as if you're 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 godly. It makes you feel like mm -hmm. Superman when when you can you know be free um, emotionally, mentally. When you can speak what's what's on your chest, it, it mm -hmm. doesn't actually get so heavy, right? Mm -hmm. When when you don't have to bite your tongue, um, then it then you don't hurt yourself. And so a lot of men are are hurting themselves. They're going through this this process 
process of, of not even healing, you know, of just constantly hurting themselves because they're they're hiding their thoughts, they're hiding the way that they think from the women because they they are intimidated. They are intimidated by a woman who is who is confident, who who moves as if she she loves herself. You know, a lot of a lot of us we didn't grow up knowing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm referring to men. We didn't grow up knowing our worthiness. We, we didn't grow up knowing our, our deservingness to have the things that we desire. And so um, many men are um, in, a, in a place where they don't know the power of truth. They don't, they don't know the power of, of you know, the, the law of attraction to the fullest extent because they, they feel as if they if they do decide to put out what it is that they want, you know, they, they may lose the woman, you know, they, 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 the woman may leave them. You know, a lot of men are, are operating in fear and not operating in love. And so until they come back to a place of knowing who they truly are as love, until they come back to that place of, of knowing that, you know, everything that they desire is desiring them too, that they deserve everything that they, that they choose to have. They, that they, um, they are they're worthy of everything that they choose to have then they'll they'll be operating in fear and so you can you can never really be a leader operating in in fear you know in order to be a true leader you have to be a fearless leader you have to operate in love you have to know who you are as love and so many many of these men you know they look at a woman who who loves herself who has been doing the the healing work to come back into that alignment you know with their heart and mind to to be an, an oracle of love, to be a channel of love. And, and they can sense it. They can smell it. They can feel it, you know, and, and it makes them feel emotional. It, it brings them into alignment with their divine feminine. And, you know, um, many men have, have taught, have been taught not to be, you know, feminine, not to be um, emotional, but, you know, the more masculine you, you become naturally, you, you come, you, you tap back into, you know, your, your feminine, you, you make a safe space for the feminine to exist and so they're not prepared for that yet because they haven't come into balance inside of themselves with their their masculine and feminine energies and so um that that's where men you know need to start they need to start with getting to know themselves getting to know how they feel you know a lot of men are strategical you know they're intellectual they're reasonable they're they're logical they they know how to use their brain power, but they're they're using it a lot of times to manipulate women because they don't know how to they don't know how to appreciate themselves. If you appreciate yourself, if you practice self-appreciation, it'll overflow and, and the women can feel that. You know, everybody wants to be appreciated. Everyone wants more peace. And so when you're at peace with yourself, when you find that peace of mind that you're missing, when you find that connection between the, the brain and the heart, when you find that love, then then you can um, you can manifest love in abundance. Mm-hmm. Right. You, 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 you would um, have a hard time, you know, um, keeping up with you know, all of the, all of the women that are attracted to you, when you, when you really love yourself as a man, you'll have to turn women away sometimes. And Mm. and I think a lot of men too are, are not, you know, um, comfortable with, with rejection, right. You know, um, like you were, you were referring to with the man who came up to you and asked you if, if you work, you know, for, uh, for a company, right. Men who are a lot of, you know, pick up lines. I I can't say that they don't work, but you know, it's, it's, it's not something that I've ever had to, to, to you, 
<laughs> you know, it, it was it was just, you know, a, a genuine conversation with, with the woman that, you know, um, that that always worked for me, you know, mm-hmm. just genuinely being myself and, and then genuinely, if I'm myself, then I can create a safe space for, for her to be herself and then we can get to know each other. And that goes way further than, you know, you know playing a game or, you know, saying a pickup line. So, I mean, you know, um, I'm not going to not pick up lines because I'm one of those women who I like to be entertained. Make me laugh. Make me make me giggle. Mm-hmm. You know, put a smile on my face in that way with your creativity or et cetera, et cetera. Um, what I did want to, to ask you, though, is about the support piece. You know, really um, having held sacred spaces for men you know, way more than I do about the healing process for men and really what it takes. And um, do you have kids, Wade? I have a, a, a bonus bonus children. I have a, my, my own son on the way right now. Okay, but, good, thank you. Um, I do play that that divine father role to, to many children, and I have in the past as well. So Okay. Um, well, yeah, I, asked- I have my own on the way. Give thanks and praise to the young prince on his way. Um, mm. I am a mother of two boys and two girls. And specifically when it comes to my boys, um, I am always very curious to hear about the healing process and not just what the healing process looks like for men, but the role that divine feminines can play in the healing process what is our role I mean in the past I've observed many of my sisters and friends and um, even clients getting caught up in this web of trying to heal a man and trying to relieve him of his stress and or burdens in many ways And that is not something that I advocate for or agree with. And I'd like to, uh, I'd love for you to speak more on the healing process for men, your support when it comes to, to the brothers that you work with, and then what our role is or what our role could be in that healing process that would actually support and assist yeah that that one is also another great question so going back to the to the topic of the the conversation you know the divine masculine so in 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 this case you know for me is it's really simple um you know it, it goes back to the 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 woman knowing herself you know um i i really you know this is kind of a, a touchy topic but it's a big topic in our in our community this thing that's called the the toxic masculine right and and every man you know we're born from from a woman so when a woman is um and this thing that i i I call the wounded feminine um she she gives birth to the to the toxic masculine so so the first thing that a woman can do to support a, a man in his healing is is to be whole herself is is to be healed herself is to be in balance with her divine feminine and her divine masculine because it's not something that is only exclusive to to a man so alignment is an inside job and so when a woman realizes that she comes into balance between her 
divine feminine and her divine masculine, she's no longer operating from her wounded feminine. Now she's created a safe space for her divine feminine and her divine masculine to coexist. And so because alignment is an inside job, when she has that um, down pat, then on the outside, there's no way that it won't show up. And so, um, you know, as a mother, one one thing that, you know, a woman can do to, to, to teach her children how to be um, an example of the divine masculine and the divine feminine is to create a, a safe space for him to experience his emotions, for him to get to know his own emotional guidance system, for him to get to know, um, you know, everything that his heart desires, desires him, for him to know his worthiness. You know, that's something, especially as, you know, a man of, of melanin that, you know, we, we don't hear from our divine feminines enough. You know, there's a small percentage of, um, of, you know, um, our, our, our women that, um, you know, that, that explain to our men that they're worthy, that they're deserving. That's something that, you know, we, we need to hear way more because, you know, we, we don't know it, especially if we don't learn it from our mothers, you know, then, then we kind of, I mean, there's men who are 50, 70, 90 men who have, you know, passed on, who, who never got a chance to really know that they were worthy to, to even hear that from a woman in their lives. And, and they were working, you know, hard, you know, even today there's, a lot of men who work hard to to be a provider or protector or to be a pleaser of the of the women in in society and they never hear you know um thank you for being you you know thank you for for all that you do and so that that you know even is a reminder of our our worthiness you know our deservingness and i I remember you know growing up in, in my household my mom um who is who is an aquarius woman um she she didn't really express you know uh, much of her emotions to me she she didn't really help me understand how to deal with my emotions I was told mm. little boys don't cry you know if a man cries he's weak and those type of things so it starts with with you know her her you know being open with her emotions not being afraid to to cry if that's how she feels in in front of um you know her 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 little boys you know her sons and and so um you know just just you know that's one part one part of it I know in the healing circles that that I've you know facilitated and that I've been a part of for men you know that's one thing that almost always happens is that the men you know when, when they they are in that space of feeling comfortable for for some reason you know um, when, when we're you know going through that deeper healing we we cry Right. Mm -hmm. and, and we have to let each other know we have to remind each other that almost always we have to remind each other that it's OK for a man to cry because society has taught us, you know, and, and usually our mothers or, or fathers have taught us, you know, it's not OK. So we have to remind each other. But if, if a woman wants to participate in helping men heal, you know, that that's one thing that she can do. Remind the man that it's OK to, to be emotional. And then, you know, when he does decide to, to open up and be emotional with the woman, 
Um, you know, another thing that she can do is not use it against them, not weaponize it or, or demonize them for, for being emotional to, to create, to use her divine masculine to create a safe space for his divine feminine to exist, um, you know, and, and that's one way that, that men can heal, you know, is, is just by being able to open up a little bit more and, and, and not feel it, you know, vulnerable or not feel as if they're going to get attacked for, for being open, you know, with their emotions or their thinking um you know there there's a lot that that we right. can do but i think that's kind of the core basis of it is you know um is, is creating a safe space for him to to get to know himself more for for him to express himself more um those are some of the key factors that i've noticed that you know go into into a man healing mm-hmm. yeah. what what do what do you suggest that we do when it comes to the the men in our lives. Hey, Magical Woman. It's a commercial, and I have a question for you. Are you ready to take your spiritual elevation to the next level? Ready to put the work in on your life? Or are you focused right now on generational healing? One of the things that has helped me advance in the realm of divine femininity is community support. No matter how many podcasts you listen to or how many books you read, community support is still the number one way to advance your goals and deepen your studies and spiritual work as a magical woman. If you're ready to go further faster on your spiritual journey, join Chambers of a Goddess. Chambers of a Goddess is our members-only platform, and it's open to all magical women. It's our primary meeting grounds for the signature courses like the Compassion Course or the Glow Up. Right now, when you join Chambers of a Goddess, you'll also get a chance to go further with the Soft Life Incubator, which prepares you to walk your life as the Divine Feminine. Chambers of a Goddess is only open two times a year, and it's a really great way to connect with like-minded, like-vibed women who are also on this journey. It's also an excellent way to get the tools and resources you'll need for classes, workshops, and books to advance as a magical woman. Chambers of a Goddess has so much to offer you. Join today at freethefeminine.com. We can't wait to meet you. So I know that you have held sacred spaces and safe spaces for men. What do you suggest that we do? Do you suggest that we suggest our uh, um, tell our boyfriends or husbands or divine mates, um, hey, I'm going to sign you up for this class. Or, <laughs> I'm going to sign you up for this program. There's this guy. You need to meet him. Like, how do we, how do we usher in um, or or direct our divine mates to the path. I mean, if I am doing the work for myself and I am on top of things, give thanks and praise, and yet the circles that I'm in are circles for women, then what do we do when it comes to um, steering or, or what is our role? Do we just maintain our seat of Ost? What do we do? So, so going back to, to the question you asked about, you know, um, like, like, you know, how do we, we help men heal? 
Right. So women, women are so powerful when, when a woman, you know, understands her power and, and, you know, knows her power, she knows that she can manifest anything, anything that she, she desires to anything that she puts her mind to. Right. And so women, women actually do play a a major role. I, I would like to think, you know, based on my experience that almost, you know, any and every man that has ever, you know, chosen a, a path of healing or, you know, chosen a path of, of spirituality, um, from, from my understanding, at least nine times out of 10 or a majority of the time has done that because of a woman, you know, he was inspired by a, a woman. So women are very inspirational and they, they have the power, even a, a woman who understands, you know, maybe her, her archetype of, of the seductress, you know, or, you know, just even, even in her sexiness, she can, she can change the way a man feels or how he thinks. And so, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of women don't think that they can change a man, which is to, to me, a hundred percent true, but they can inspire a man to change. And so, um, you know, I know a lot of my, my brothers might not, you know, um, resonate with this part of the message, but, you know, it, it, it goes back to, to her sex, you know, to her sexual energy. If she were to, to with withhold and I'm not saying this has to be the case in every situation but um you know that would definitely inspire many men overnight you know if if, if they didn't get any you know because they had to they had to grow they had to heal and so it goes back to all, all the way back to the beginning with this knowledge of self and knowing who you are knowing what your purpose is our purpose if if it was simply put is to grow and so if we know that about ourselves, when we come into a relationship, it's the same. In a relationship, the, the ultimate purpose is to grow. And so if we're not growing together, then we're growing apart. And so the many women, um, not many, I'll say some women, you know, settle, settle for men who maybe in the beginning, you know, um, had the potential to grow and, and they're just not growing at this point. And so, you know, communication is a big part of it, you know, communication, um, to, to make it practical and actual, um, you know, if, if she were to say, Hey, you know, um, you know, we're, we're, we're not growing together. You know, that's, that's definitely a big alert for, for man, because we, we all have heard throughout our lifetimes, if we're not growing together, you know, then we're growing apart. Mm -hmm. And so we don't necessarily have to focus on growing apart, but at least if we're aware that, you know, we are growing apart, if we're not growing together, then, you know, it's up to each individual man to say, okay, you know, I don't want to lose this woman. I don't want us to focus on our differences and our, our growing apart and so then then it's my desire to to grow so we can grow together and so you know I can't say that a woman should sign a man up for a particular class but what she what she can do is just simply communicate and say hey you know we're 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 not growing together and I I desire for us to grow together maybe some women don't always desire to grow together at some point it might be too late because if you're if you're not growing together and you grow apart so far you know it can it can become toxic. It can, it can, you know, be, be too late sometimes. And so um, if it's not yet reached that point, then, then, you know, what a woman can do is, is at least bring it to that man's attention. And so if he is a man, if he is, if he is a man of integrity, a, a man of, you know, God, or if he's in alignment with, with source, if he's in alignment with love, or if he even desires to be, then, then he'll, you know, naturally begin to do the work on his, on his own. You know, a woman won't have to necessarily, necessarily treat him like a son and, and hold his hand and 
Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, she she won't have to, you know, um, hold his hand and, and necessarily guide him through the the healing. You know, it'll be more more intuitive. Men men have an intuition just as much as as women, and so you know we 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 know how to heal ourselves, but we we do need that encouragement. We do need that that upliftment. We do need that support from from our counterparts sometimes because not all of us are aware that that we're not growing together. A lot of times you know when women go to those you know healing circles and mm-hmm. and I can I cannot speak for my brothers when I say we we don't have a clue sometimes of of what's going on you know in a yoga class or in a in a, in a goddess circle you know we don't we don't have a clue the the amount of healing that the woman is going is going through but as she's going through that healing and she's growing and, and she's reaching a, a new level of, of godhood or goddesshood she, she's coming more into alignment with with her, you know, divine self within, you know, we, we may not be fully aware of that. And so sometimes it's just a matter of, of communication saying, Hey, you know, this, this is the work that I've been doing. Right. And, and then leave it up to that man and, and just pay attention to his actions. Is he really, mm-hmm. you know, uh, motivated on his own? Is, is he, is he really inspired? Is he really taking the steps to, to heal? And if not, then, you know, that, that, that may be one of the cases where, you know, not saying that she can't, you know, um, use her power to, to, you know, and to inspire him, you know, but it's just a matter of, you know, how far does she really want to go? Because, you know, if, if you're not growing together, you know, then, then, you know, that's something that can actually put, bring her out of alignment, you know, maybe where right. she's elevating, if, if he's not, you know, choosing to, 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 you know, um, pivot and, and change directions from you know from growing apart then you know that can that can pull her down so she she may have to let go in some some yeah. cases but 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 you'll know you know um the the man that you're dealing with if you communicate with that man and say hey you know um this is the purpose of our relationship is to grow mm-hmm. and 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 I and I want you to grow you know you deserve to grow you know um you're you're worthy of growing mm-hmm. right just let him know you know then then you'll be able to see you know um if it's worth you know staying in that relationship or you know maybe if it, if it's time to you know um re- realign with that that you know um divine masculine within and, and attract a new relationship or not, you know? Um, so that, that's the advice that I can give to a woman, you know, it's really an internal thing. It's really like, you know, her coming into alignment with the divine masculine inside of herself. She'll mm-hmm. manifest that automatically. If she understands the Lattle. law of attraction, Lattle. Yeah, it's, it's there's no way that she can't mm-hmm. manifest it on the outside, but you know, it's just a matter of is, is this man going to be ready right now, or is right. it going to take him, you know, lifetimes? Because not and, everybody is going to be ready right now. And not only that, and I give thanks for that. Not only that, but am I ready right now? Are we ready right now? You know, that's that's one of the the beauties in self awareness and being aware of yourself, knowing that. Whatever it is that you are attracting, it you're attracting it at your current level. Mm-hmm. You're attracting it at your current vibration. I'm always enticed and curious about what I attract. When a, when a male walks up to me to approach me, I'm always in observation. I'm like, oh, this is what I'm attracting now, and this is what I'm attracting now, and this is the level that I'm on, and it's it's a it's a beautiful reminder of how far you've come as well because so, so, 
Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Real quick, just to just to draw that point out, just to make it you know really evident what mm-hmm. what you were saying. You know, this is the level that I'm at. Mm-hmm. See, that's a that's a heightened level of accountability that you know many many more of us need to to realize because you know sometimes we we might look at this other person and and be able to point out their flaws, but not realizing mm-hmm. that they're a projection of us <laughs> and they're a reflection of us. And so okay. you know each relationship as as I mentioned. And it starts with knowledge of self. So each relationship is teaching us more and more about ourselves. And until we actually realize that it's going to be hard to manifest, you know, what we truly desire in our hearts, because we're not really recognizing this person as, as a, as a soulmate, as a, as a twin flame, or as a, as a true love, you know, as Mm -hmm. a person that's truly teaching us about the love that we desire, or we deserve, where we sometimes just kind of throw them away, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and place the blame on them and not realizing that they only showed up from our point of attraction and 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 just to to add the whipped cream and cherry and really recognizing that we grow through these different experiences we're not going through anything we're growing through it you know Mm -hmm. every single person that we we get an opportunity to share relationship with to be in relationship with to share love to to share care to share so many things every single one of those people they agreed way before you all came we we have all signed the dotted line way before we entered into this existence with this particular body with this particular portal and they're not coming into your life with the malicious intention of hurting you or throwing you off your game or sucking you dry. It's not like that. These are experiences that were created. You co-created these experiences before you even came here. And these experiences are experiences that you grow through. Every single one of your partnerships has taught you something or at least is supposed to teach you something. I guess- no, no, that, that's the key. That is the key right there. You know, it's, it, it, it should have taught you something. Yes. And, and if it didn't, then it's supposed to. And see, yeah, let's let's go all the way to the to the to the upper echelon. So, you know, a, a lot of times, you know, what hurts in the relationship and, and what feels like we're not growing together is just the difference in perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so and so learning about another person's perspective from an unbiased place, you know, being actually open hearted and open minded to actually listen to the other person sometimes that hurts it hurts so bad for people to actually do that but if if they could be patient with their partners and actually listen you know listen from an unbiased perspective actually put yourself in their position and see things from their perspective then then a lot of times you know instead of it supposed to you know um uh, teach us something it'll it actually will it actually will if we can listen to that other person's perspective we'll actually learn and grow and so we'll get through that you know separation we'll get through that 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 um perspective of you know feeling like we're growing apart because we'll actually grow together if we can put ourselves in that other person's shoes and mm-hmm. and and really you know integrate their perspective from from a balanced you know point of view of course we don't want to just throw our own beliefs and our own perspective out the window but at least temporarily for 
for just a moment, you know, be open, especially if if we understand that these are, are, you know, sacred connections that we're manifesting. Like you said, this was something we agreed to way before we even came here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, you know, when we understand that these relationships are supposed to teach us about love, you know, which is, which is ultimately, you know, the knowledge of self, they're supposed to guide us back to ourselves, but you know, it's an integration, you know, that's how we grow is by integrating other people's perspectives. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the hard part for most of us to, to, you know, um, relate to a person or connect to a person who didn't necessarily come from our, you know, state or city or from our household or from our family who has a different perspective but if we can just open up to that relationships would be a lot more you know easier for us you know not saying that integrating another person's perspective is easy but you know that's the hard part so once we get that down then you know this you know it's, it's, it's the roses and daisies that we're looking for but we have to we have to at least be open to listen you know listen yeah. from an unbiased place and say okay like I actually care about this person enough or I love this person or even love myself enough mm. to, to integrate this other perspective that they have because they're just a reflection of me it's going to mm. teach me more about myself and then the trigger are just the things that you know maybe I was I was holding on to those those points or places where I I didn't want to be open-minded or I I didn't want to be open-hearted and not saying that I have to flip or change my perspective but at least listen to this other person Mm. and then from there I would be able to make a decision wholeheartedly of you know of of, um, if I should integrate that perspective or if I should hold on but I can never really know if I don't even listen if I don't even open up and so that's where a lot of relationships I feel like you know um, or at least I, I know from my experience that's where a lot of relationships go go south or, or go sour because we just have a hard time you know overall as a collective we have a hard time you know listening and being open-minded so you know integration integration is the lesson peace and greetings magical woman this is a commercial I just want to invite you to something that I've created that you are absolutely going to love I have just now launched the Soft Life Incubator Program within our membership, Chambers of a Goddess. The Soft Life Incubator Program is a three-month-long incubator that's going to help you to gain clarity and improve your femininity, to understand what soft life means to you, and build it for yourself. You'll walk away with an entire album of your new life mind, body, and soul. If you felt like parts of your feminine have been hidden and tucked away, this is your opportunity to completely unleash the feminine within. You'll learn how to improve that feminine element in your life, how to see the true side of your divine feminine that you may have hidden for a very long time. You'll get clear on how to nurture yourself improve your physical appearance with our beauty challenges you will also even revamp your self-care this program is going to teach you how to find yourself in relationship with the sensual and sexual sides of you that have been suppressed for years when you graduate from the soft life incubator you'll know how to operate in your power because femininity isn't all about being soft It's truly about being powerful. It's time to demystify the true source of your feminine nature. Join the Soft Life Incubator now 
and ignite the magic that lies dormant within. If you're serious about joining the Soft Life Incubator, reach out to me on Instagram at goddessqueen underscore jaost. We start February. See you then. You know what's really helped with that for me in my life? So um, for many of my listeners, you are already following me on YouTube. Um, and I am Jamila Asata Offset on YouTube for those of you who are not following. So make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel because there are quite a number of videos there that you will enjoy. One of them in particular is an interview that I did about three years ago about um, all my my polyamorous relationships. So uh, for those of you who have been longtime listeners, you know that I was previously partnered with a male and female partner. And when people think of polyamorous relationships, very often the average person is thinking about it from a sexual perspective. They're thinking about sexual benefits and uh, the, the physical relationship that comes along with being in an adult relationship. What most people don't don't take into account is the amount of communication, the amount of overstanding, the amount of uh, relatability that it takes to sustain any type of poly relationship because you have many players. It's not just you and another player on the board. You have many players on the board sometimes, and it's, it's, not easy <laughs> unless you're willing to listen, unless you're willing to tap in, unless you're willing to integrate and to determine what it is that um, that you need, that the other person needs, and to to be able to see that and hear that. So it's it's refreshing to have had those relationships because they certainly taught me a lot. They taught me a lot about myself. Um, and, and that is a big thing for me because being self-aware is something that I, uh, I live by that. I live by my self-love tank being on overflow and I live by being self-aware. Um, when I, when, when you listen to the episode that talks about doing the work, you'll hear me refer to the inner work as my cave, I, I say it all the time. It's time to go into the cave. All my students, you know, who have done coaching with me, they know what time it is. We go into the cave and we figure out what is in that cave, what is in our individual cave, so that we can in, increase the vibration of the cave. We can make it what, what it is that we want versus allowing it to be some scary, dank, dark place where we don't really know ourselves. So all of those things play a part in, um, in, in these interactions between the feminine and the masculine, which brings me to, uh, my question. You mentioned that you teach a class on, I think it's sacred sexuality, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'd love to know more about your class. We'd love to know more if you can tell us what it is that you are teaching and what it really means. 
Indeed, yeah. I um I am a certified cosmic sexuality advisor. Um, cosmic sexuality. So to to simplify that is it's a little bit different from sacred um sexuality, it's a little bit different from um Tantra, from from Kama Sutra. It's kind of a standalone um a uh, school that was that was founded by uh, Shalom Melchizedek and his wife uh, Victoria uh, Liana, and so you know they um, created a a school based on their relationship, based on their love making. You know, I I guess they um, just kind of went so so deep into it, you know, that they um, made it to a to a cosmic level, and they were one of the earliest. Um, couples or people who especially who you know look like me and you who are who are actually um speaking about you know uh cosmic orgasms and and things like that I still don't really hear many people who who speak about that um you know that that's one thing I teach I teach many different courses but you know in terms did you say cosmic orgasm does that mean that your physical body is not orgasming but you somewhere else is so your physical body is not feeling anything. Can you um, explain what that means? So, so a cosmic orgasm definitely is felt in the physical body. Um, in cosmic sexuality, we refer to a cosmic orgasm as the mother, so to speak, of all orgasm. It's, uh, um, it's actually one of the most, if not the most intense um, orgasm that, that you can feel. So one way that, that we describe the cosmic orgasm is um, actually beyond just an orgasm. It's a state of alignment. So, so in cosmic sexuality is called cosmic orgasmic alignment. And um, for, for me, I, I remember I had to like write a final in my final. I wrote something like um, that cosmic or, orgasmic alignment is achieved when when we use this um, creation energy and, and we cultivate it through the process of uh, some people call it sexual transmutation or what, what I like to call sexual alchemy. Um, which I guess not many people have a definition of that. So I can say that essentially is the process of, um, if I were to teach it to someone who had no idea, I would say it's the process of using your intentional breathing and and having having a, a pure, you know, uh, mind, body, and soul, and 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 and. Um, you know, tapping into your, your spirit, you know, tapping into that, what the, the place that we call, um, the heart space or your higher self or source energy or God, or some people say Allah or the creator or love, um, and, and using this energy, using this love energy, um, to raise your energy up from, um, you know, from your, your lower self, from the root chakra all the way up to your to your higher self, you know, up into the crown chakra, and as you as you raise this energy up, um, you know, you begin to turn lust into, into love. You know, as it passes through the heart chakra, you start to create harmony. You start to create bliss within, and so um, that would be, you know, the the cosmic orgasmic alignment, or you know, um, an example of of the cosmic orgasm. You, all right. <laughs> that is my response. <laughs> so I, um, 
just kind of want to close us out here because I can have you on the on the podcast all day and we can just be talking about a variety of different topics. Um, but I would love to ask you something that, that doesn't really relate to the, the conversation that we've been having, but this is just one of the questions that came up for you. Who do you consider to be an ascended master teacher? And it could be living or or deceased. Who do you consider to be an ascended master teacher? An ascended master teacher. So when I think of ascended, I think of ascension. I think of the process of ascension. And so... There, there's many people um, in my book who are actually have an oracle deck known as the Ascended Masters Oracle. And so, oh, nice. you know, there, yeah, there's a list of, of people, but, you know, and that, that's actually living here on the planet today. Um, earlier in the conversation, I mentioned some of the things that I do um, in terms of sound healing, like the native flute. And I mentioned this instrument called the didgeridoo, which mm-hmm. I, I actually got from a man who is um, in, in one of the places I think you you frequent um, in Atlanta. He, his name is Astarius Miraculi. He's known as the Ascension Ambassador. So that's who um, handcrafted my my didgeridoo. So I would consider him to be, you know, like um, one of the the gatekeepers of that ascension frequency. He he taught me a, a very lot about it. But even before I met him. Um, you know, so, some of the ascended masters that I had heard of, maybe that are not living, would be like Saint Germain, you know, the keeper of the violet flame. Um, of course, you know, Jesus, some people call him Sanando or, you know, different names, you know, his ascended master name. Um, even myself, you know, my, my, the name that my, my mother gave me after my father was Andratus. Right. And so I, I always looked at myself, you know, Andratus as being ascended. You know, she told me that the definition of, of you know, the name that she gave me after my father, Andratus, was was the God of love. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I take that as as an ascended position to to, you know, that was one of my goals since a, a young boy. I didn't know God and I didn't know love. So one of my actual goals, you know, um, was to become, you know, God like to was to become God was to become love. And so, you know, that to me is, is a part of the process of ascension, uh, you know, it's a part of the process of becoming ascended. So, um, but yeah, any, anybody can, can become an ascended master in my book. You know, a lot of people look at me and they, even in just a simple conversation, they can see their higher self um, inside of me, you know, and they'll make it known. But one thing that I always like to do is remind everyone that, hey, I'm just a mirror of you. I'm just mm-hmm. a reflection of you or a projection of you. So the the ascended master realm exists inside of us all, just like the whole entire universe. Just like I started off saying, you know, I'm a multi-dimensional leader, you know. Um, so so you know, in all of the dimensions we have, we have access no matter um which timeline we're on or no matter you know, which um, dimension we're, we're existing in, whether we think it's just 3D or wherever we believe we are, you know, we have the power to tap into that um, ascended master archetype. So um, I guess that's that's what I could say, to say the least. I know we, we're we um, pretty much wrapping it up. But yeah, there's, there's you know, numerous, some, even some, some people say that each um, person on the earth today, you know, has the ability to manifest their own, you know, 144,000. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if, you know, that number resonates yes. with a lot of people, but 
But um, but yeah, you know, we we all have that power to tap into our higher self, you know, which is the process of, of ascension, you know, mm-hmm. realigning the, the brain back to the heart. You see, a lot of us think that, you know, the brain is above the heart because it's set up like that in the physical body, but not really realizing in the spiritual world, the heart is like the mind of God. Mm-hmm. And so we started off talking about the divine masculine, um, which I, I mentioned, you know, it's just a mind of love. You know, once once you realize that the divine masculine is just a, a mind filled with love, you know, that's the God mind or the, the mind of God then that that mind is surrendered to the heart then we we surrender our minds to our heart or our brains to our hearts and we start to uplift you know the divine feminine i think this podcast i, I believe the name is you know uh divine feminine rising or goddess yes, rising rise, you know rise of the divine feminine the mm-hmm. the rise of the divine feminine mm-hmm. and so you know that that's what happens you know we start to go through that process of ascension you know when mm-hmm. when we tap back into love when we really know who we who we truly are not even who we are when we really know what we truly are so mm. that's that's how i ended good things good things indeed thank you oh that was good <laughs> so i i just want to thank you again for just showing up as you always do every time i have interacted with you or observed you it's, it's always the same it's always the same consistency and at the same frequency so i i appreciate you being who you are and thank you for showing up to connect with all of the the listeners today so again i have wave god on with me today and it has been a fantastic fantastic session can you share with the listeners what your points of connection are if you're on instagram Indeed, yeah. Um, social media for me is at um, WaveGod underscore Empire. Uh, WaveGod underscore Empire is, is my social media, my Instagram, my Twitter. Okay. Um, Wave God Empire. I'm on Clubhouse. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm everywhere, you know, okay. and I have a lot of, a lot of events coming as well here in um, Phoenix. I'm located in the heart of Phoenix and we got, you know, turban wrapping classes coming for the, for the gods and goddesses. We got, mm-hmm. um, you know, we got cosmic bowling. We got, um, you know, some poly events coming here in Phoenix, you know, the paint and sip stuff. We, we got a lot that, that we're building, you know, my mentorship program is, is launching again this week. Um, you know, the list of my retreat dates up until June of next year, or at least up until December of this year will be available, um, you know, on my social media. So tap in at, at Wave God Empire. And thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm grateful. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. It's, it's really been an honor. So ladies, if you are listening, all of my magical women in the divine forest, my witches, my priestesses, brujas, fairies, goddesses. Ah, I know you have enjoyed this interview thoroughly. I am sure Wade will be back for another interview, but feel free to follow him on socials and connect with him there, as well as Clubhouse, where he does um, various rooms that are amazing, amazing, amazing. So, oh, um. One, one, one last thing too. Sure. I got my 
my baby, my website, um, jumponthewave.com. And I have okay. um, goddess swans available. I, I call them goddess swans. You know, they're like crystal dildos for womb healing for the goddesses nice. out there and, and, and the yoni eggs and of, of all sorts, you know, and I do okay. a lot of research. I try to make sure each and every one is, um, you know, especially handpicked, um, you know, so there's usually something special about each egg or each one. Um, but yeah, those are some things that I, I can contribute to the to the goddess space in terms of, you know, um, the, the goddess rise and the divine feminine, you know, the rise yes. of the divine feminine. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and I'm still holding space on the side for the divine masculines too. So jump on the wave dot com. Y'all will, y'all will get there. Y'all will catch up. <laughs> it will happen. <laughs> so I, um, I just want to say again, thank you um, for today and cannot wait to see you soon. My pleasure. Enjoying Rise of the Divine Feminine podcast? Awesome. Take your journey even further by downloading my new book, Goddess Awakening, Rise of the Divine Feminine. Now available on Amazon and Audible. You can listen in your car, while you're working out, or even while you're running errands. Download Goddess Awakening Divine Feminine Rise now. You are now listening to Rise of the Divine Feminine Podcast, brought to you by FreeTheFeminine.com. So I would just like to take the time to thank Wave God again for showing up wholly and completely on this episode. It took me a while to publish this episode, truth be told, simply because the divine masculine really had to seep its way into this podcast. I really pride myself on creating a podcast that discusses and teaches all things divine feminine. That's what I am. I'm a master divine feminine teacher. So really selecting the right person to come in and speak on behalf of the divine masculine was a really big deal for me and it was a special task and I feel like I delivered. So I just want to thank Wave God for showing up on this episode. It was really important for me to have a man of integrity and a man who embodies the energy of love to set the tone for the masculine on this particular podcast, especially during a time where many women in the West have been victims from unhealed, wounded, and immature masculine. So it's, it's really important that you all felt the energy that he was offering from this particular episode. And it's also important to really redefine our experiences and framework for understanding the masculine. And I feel like he did an excellent job of explaining all of these things and kind of walking you through the process of what the divine masculine looks, feels, and sounds like. Thanks so much for joining me. I love you. I'm rooting for you. Thank you. Peace.